What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. What is going on, everyone? How's everyone doing out there? What? I let you have your happy Tuesday moment. Hey, thank you, because you killed the last couple. Like, damn. I was excited to bring it back, too. <sighs> uh-huh. What is going on, everyone? I'm Shadell, co-host of Page and Simpsons. I feel like I'm slipping up on this completely. Coast of Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely fiance, Lauren. Like I don't know what it, what Get is it happening. Together. But like I'm so off my game when it comes to like introducing us. Get it together. Oh man, what is going on, everyone? I feel like now that the time has changed, I feel like a slight bit of like, what is it? Seasonal depression. Doesn't the time not change everywhere? Only in Arizona. I don't. Th- I'm not sure about anywhere outside of the U.S. But I know Arizona doesn't um, like acknowledge that whole time That's change. So weird. Did you hear that they want to like take it away in Connecticut? Sure, I'm cool with it. But it time change is annoying. Weird though, because they keep trying to want to do their own stuff and drive us into the ground, and it's like I, time, I don't know. The time it's change weird. is annoying. Like I hate. It would be weird if, but it would be weird if everyone else was doing it, and Connecticut's just like no. Because someone, then what happens? Someone has to take. I travel to Massachusetts, happens. and it's a different time okay an hour difference that would be so chaotic okay and confusing so i would assume like your gps would calculate be like oh it takes you an hour and 30 minutes even though it takes you like 30 minutes to like get over to i don't know see it's weird yeah yeah exactly (sighs) but yeah i'm tired even though we were supposed to get an extra hour yeah it's that whole adjusting period where it's just just you feel off and it's gonna happen for me for like the next few weeks and i'm just like ah man Mm. what is up i feel like off Oh, man. So, guys, we got some juicy stuff to get into. Some real, real stuff. Like Juicy Smollett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I liked the way we were going with, like, digging into, like, these relationship uh, terms and different things like that over the last couple episodes. So, I want to continue this trend that we're on. Mm-hmm. And this episode, I want to focus on toxic relationships. Because that is a common thing. We can probably name a number of people that have been in it. I'm sure everyone listening can. Um, And I just want to talk about it because I I say this because of a story that came out last week about a a former Boston college student uh, where, man, it's it's a sad story. So to give you some backstory from what I'm seeing, I'm reading this off New York Times and I also saw some like news uh reporting videos of it this guy's girlfriend which what is her name do they give her a name crazy they do not her boyfriend oh i don't know how to pronounce it i'm gonna kill this name i'm sorry so her name is in in young you she's 21 and her boyfriend was alexander your tula he was 22 they both attended boston college uh you know, at over at Boston, <laughs> I'm going off the cuff. Don't don't touch me. I'm st- just said they attended I'm st- Boston College. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So, this is a wild story. So I guess they were probably going through some issues. Whatever. Sounds like she was the the controller in this situation, where like something happens. I'm not sure if it goes into detail on this article I'm reading, but essentially, um. Oh, so here it goes. Over the course of their 18 months of their relationship, um, 
the abuse became more intense and demanding demeaning in the days and hours before his death like this girl sent him forty seven thousand text messages saying like go kill yourself um you know you, you need to die like just stuff you would never tell someone especially someone you're in a relationship with because you would hope the person that you're with is like riding for you not against you Forty-seven thousand. i don't even know if you and i have texted that much in our whole five years it's like yeah. forty-seven thousand. I mean, maybe, maybe by now, but like but, little because it's like each little text add up, like an emoji or whatever. But like forty-seven thousand, all of like telling him that—that's what all those said. She just kept sending them or something. Yeah, I guess like, what one happened was like it's it. They say in the two months before her boyfriend's death, um, the couple exchanged more than seventy-five thousand text messages. And then they're like, including that is the 47,000. So she sent majority of those text messages in that 75,000. What? Every second of every day? Because two months? But you just, I imagine. Like that. I imagine. So if if she's sending that much, she's probably sitting there like saying, yo, check in with me when you're in this class, when you're going here, what are you doing here? Like constant check in, seeing what you're doing. Like. So, like, quick math, 75,000 divided by 60 days is 1,250 texts a day. Dog, we don't even text that much. A day. We, we don't even text that much in a month. Or it's right, no, and you and I didn't even text that much in a, you know, in a day when we were not living together. Like, yeah. 1,250 a day. Yeah. Like, again, do you, like, do you... But it's what? like, at what point do you, does the girl sit there and say, whoa, am I, am I going all extreme? But I would... I guess not if you're someone that's that if you're consumed in it and you think it's and you have you think it's justified that's yeah that's the word I was looking for um then no no and it's tough to say because in my mind I'm thinking if I was the guy you know I wouldn't stand for it but I get it like we were not in the greatest place going back and forth and everything Mm -hmm. and like having fights Mm -hmm. And it's like, I get it, where you're in the place and you feel like... Those text fights are not great. <laughs> yeah, and you feel like <laughs> like you want to leave, but at the same time you have some type of attachment. I feel like we kind of we kind of want that closure, so yeah. that's why we stay like in it, hoping yeah. that at some point there will be that like that bit of closure, but we're still... like We don't understand, like, dog, this is going to be a continuation. It's not, mm-hmm. not going to fix itself. <clears throat> right. And it's so sad, because this, this guy... So... I guess they were able to to like ping her phone or something because your phone's always hitting the towers, mm-hmm. something like that, where they found that she was there um, in the parking lot where her boyfriend jumped off the parking lot and committed suicide like 90 minutes before he was going to go graduate, where his family mm-hmm. came down from New Jersey or came up wherever mm-hmm. that is. But it's like... Can you imagine how his family feels? Well, think of it like oh. imagine if that was like your your cousin or your your brother your your anything like and you go you're like oh man my brother's going to go graduate my cousin's graduate we're going to go see him you know you you probably haven't seen him in like a year six months whatever that, and just just in general can you imagine how they feel towards her like i would so hate that person <sighs> that's next level like that's not just like oh i hate you for breaking my whoever's heart you know like if you know people people break up and whatever the circumstances are like that's like next level and then, i mean and, because course, he wouldn't have done that it was complete manipulation yeah and 
I, I know when I played the video for you of the news report, um, you're like, oh, isn't this familiar? And yeah, people compare it to the case that happened with the, the 17-year-old kid mm-hmm. back, I think, like two, three years ago. Yeah. Where, like, yeah, I think he killed himself being in a garage with a car running, something yep. like that. And his girlfriend was like saying, kill yourself. These, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really think social media fuels a lot of our like anxiety in relationships saying like, man, like, yeah, like our episodes about expectations and like things like that, like there's something behind it where we feel like we always have to be on this person or they have to listen to us and everything. And like, I know for me, I kind of, I, I, I hate being that person where I, I feel like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to control this person. I don't know. I want to know what they're doing at all times. So I'm like, uh, I feel like that's super stressful mm-hmm. and we don't, people don't realize that we feel like we have to sit there. Like trust isn't like, that's not, you don't trust someone if you're sitting there texting them saying, hey, you know, let me know when you get here. Let me know what's happening here. Like, you're always checking in. You always want to know. Like, let the person live. Like, I. I like, there's know. a difference because there's a difference between the whole like, oh, tell me when you get home safely and the whole like, oh, it, it, different stuff like that. And like, if it's like a one off and I don't know, you're just like, oh, like, say it's like. I don't know, raining really hard or something. And you're like, let me know when you get there. Or like, I don't know. That's different than, yeah, if you're like texting every five minutes and you're like, what are you doing now? Who are you talking to now? What are you eating now? Like, you know? Because I'm thinking like, what else could you be texting in that time frame other than like constantly being on that person? Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's major insecurity. And a lot of things can attribute it. I, to that. I had that insecurity in my last relationship. I did that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, he gave me reason because we had a lot of trust issues and uh, like he messed up multiple times about stuff he would hide from me and lie to me about and stuff. So, I mean, that fueled it. It yeah. wasn't just out of nowhere that I was like, oh, I'm just going to be crazy. Like, so I did that. And <laughs> like with you, I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different because you've never given me a reason to do that. See, like, I'll talk to you if you want to, like, text when you're out. Cool. But, like, I'm not I'm not over here, like, in my head being, like, he could be doing something, like, wrong right now. Like, he could be doing something detrimental yeah, to see, our relationship. So, here's my next thing for you. So, let's say that happens. Let's say I, I go out with the guys... My friends talk me into going to a strip club. We go to the strip club. Are we going to the extreme? <laughs> I mean, it's not really the extreme. Okay. I don't really see how that's extreme. I'm saying we go to a strip club and I get a lap dance from some girl. I mean, that's people it. have different views. Like they're in relationships, people like agree to not do that. But so okay, let, in in that scenario where I haven't done anything to to ruin your trust before, uh-huh. but then I, you know, my friends are like, hey, we should go to a strip club. Like I've never gone all this stuff. I'm like, hey, okay. So sure, we'll go there. Like I'll, I have a few dollars on me. Sure, we'll see what this experience is. And I end up getting a lap dance. I come home. I probably tell you because I don't care. Mm. Um, how would you feel? Just a lap dance. I mean, yeah. What else would you get at a strip club? I mean, I don't know. Can't they like you know do stuff? No, it's a strip club. All right, maybe that's only movies. They have but... rules. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I thought they, I don't know, they could get extra money if they, you know. Nope. Do stuff. That's not how this works. All right. I don't know. That's not my world. 
Um, I mean, I'd probably feel some type of way. Yeah. I mean, again, I think that, honestly, <laughs> is where, like, the three C's come in. Okay. Where it's like, okay, I have to be okay with you doing that. And we have to talk about, like, what that means like what can ha- like realistically what can happen when you go and am- is that fine like i feel like it's more of a communication thing rather than like if you just were like screw what you want i'm gonna do this with my guys and what happens happens like that's what ends up ruining a relationship no i think it's like more of okay so i know that i have a 50 50 shot if she might be okay with this let me like talk to her about it I feel like it's more of a that rather than like Yeah, a, but if it's like in the moment but I'm not I think, talking to you about it. Right, but I think that in in mature relationships then that shouldn't happen. I feel like that's where problems arise. Cause if you know it's some inherently, if you know it's something that like could cause an issue. See, I don't think it could because see because here's what my point of view. Because I'm a guy. I work differently. <laughs> If you went and did that and it was just a lap dance, which I'm not sure how a guy would lap dance on a girl, so don't quote me on that one. Don't. I'm not sure. I, do they, wow. Okay. Do you just get a guy's butt shaking? Like, I can't really imagine I that. I don't know. Dang. But I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, if that's all that happens and you're telling me the truth, I'm like, it would, it's, I, I'm not saying you won't be bothered or I won't be bothered. That'll still happen. But like it'll be setting up rules for okay if this happens again like yeah it's gonna be like but right so see what i'm saying is rather than having like we were talking about this the other day i feel like reactive and proactive yeah rather than being reactive and being like next time if this happens because someone got hurt here it's better to be proactive and be like okay so like thinking of doing this what's your thoughts on it like and that and that's just a genuine like respect within the relationship type of thing so let's say I go up with my guys, you know, a few months later, and something was to happen like that again. But what happens then? So that we didn't talk about it? No, or? we talked about it. We came up with, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you beforehand. Okay. And something happens. I get thrown off guard. I'm, I'm not focused. I don't, I forget to, to let so you it, know. Okay. So you were going to, okay. So you're going to alert me. And I would, and so what? In the conversation, I take it, I was fine with it. You going? As long as you're told. Okay. Is where I'm, what I'm thinking. Okay. And then you didn't. And then I went because you were like, in the moment, we go again. I forget to tell you what happens then. I don't know. See, that's kind of annoying. I see. I, I agree. I'm with you. I'm like, with it's you. like, that's where, right. Because that's where, well, you and I, we had a mature conversation. We had an agreement. It's a touchy subject. So we have to value the other's opinion and we have to like, you know, Here's another we, thought. that's where you value the relationship over those like outside things. Here's another thing. This is going to get off that that part of the, the, the topic because just, you just reminded me earlier before we started recording and you were just talking about your hair and how you're going to cut your hair for the wedding and everything. After, not for the wedding. You know, regardless, <laughs> you're going to cut your hair. And it just reminded me, I'm like, yeah, wasn't in your past relationship, oh you, were said, you were told like, yo, oh I've, my hair has to be I'm not sure what it is. What what was it? It has to be I, a certain way. I wasn't so I wasn't inherently told. It was insinuated. It was heavily insinuated and made known that he preferred the longer hair. And I was in a I had the feeling 
I might have cut it like once in that relationship. I can't remember. And I had the feeling that it just he didn't approve of it, really. He didn't he he didn't prefer it. Therefore, I felt like I wouldn't be as attractive to him or I wouldn't be, you know, as beautiful or whatever. And so I just kept it despite whatever I wanted to do. Now, which, yes, sounds awful. (laughs) And that's why then, like, I think it was a few months after our relationship ended. I like chopped it to like a little above shoulder length. And that was my that was my kind of regaining that control. So not um, we just saw power. So I'm not trying to coerce you into this. (laughs) Do you like take this without take this with your own thoughts, your own free will? Do you feel like that was in a sense toxic? Because even though the person didn't state like, hey, I like your hair not to be cut low. It, you, you knew it was like insinu- <laughs> you, you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah short, short whatever yes. um, um but it was insinuated i mean we we both contributed to a toxic relationship to be honest okay. it just it wasn't an all-around good it wasn't good <laughs> and i mean i've talked about different situations here on the podcast it's just it's just and like looking back i'm able to open up and talk about it just because it's something that happened in my life it was such like a big part of my uh like high school to college kind of life and transition um and i'm you know i've i'm past it now that i can actually like look back kind of objectively at like how i acted and how everything kind of came together and what you know what wasn't so great what shouldn't have been accepted or what should have or you know x y and z and so overall yeah i mean we both contributed to a what you can consider as a toxic relationship because if you want to think about it our breakup came as a like complete shock to everybody because we always came off like everything was perfect willy nilly. Yeah. And it wasn't most of the time. Yeah. Like it was it was probably more bad than good. Um because I mean, you're talking like pretty much all the time. Like every day there was something that we were so fighting about. How old were you at the time? I'm trying uh, to think. So twenty twenty one, something like that. Like when it ended? Oh, when it uh Something like that, I feel. Hold on, this. Where am I now? 21, yeah. So, this couple was, like, the guy was 22, she was 21. Oh, okay. Am I, tell me if I'm too extreme when I say this, but I feel, and how I'm probably going to push to her kids, where I'm like, you should probably hold off, because I don't feel like you're emotionally or mentally ready to get into a relationship until you understand yourself and where you're going see and i and maybe because again we've had different kind of relationship lives i still i kind of disagree with that because although yes it was hurt i had to deal with and it's something i always remember and like yada yada it's it's a thing in my life um it's still i still believe everything happens for a reason and the relationships i had ultimately ultimately led to us and led to where i am right now man and i i really think that i mean because i was thinking about this the other day how um you know if we had broken up at a completely different time like i always said how we probably shouldn't have gone past a few months together and you know we went four and a half years together and um if we had broken up at a different time i mean 
there's no way I'd be with you right now. And who knows what I would have gotten into. It could have gotten a lot worse. I could have gone with someone who was like, you know, physically abusive or something. Like, who knows? Like, what could have happened? And so I, like, literally, I think about that. How it's like that day of like the breakup like had to happen it had to happen that way and that day and like everything had to line up for how this all happened so like there's that aspect and there's also the fact that yeah through relationships you do learn stuff you know because i am able to look back now and i'm able to see okay where were the parts that maybe i can grow from that i you know or i have grown from since and that um i've bettered myself for myself and for us so, I I agree with you, but of course, because we go we come from two different point of views. I come with just my own mm-hmm. like own experience, like you do. Mm-hmm. So like I saw it as like I see my friends in like various relationships. I see how they're handling this. This is what I'm not gonna do. So like I I'm not gonna go crazy like this girl and be like yo like. That's easier said than done. How? I still and you and I have had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. I still believe. If you experience something firsthand, it's a better lesson. It's a I, because it it's more of an imprint and it's more of a it's it sticks more. And also, I'm plus I, that's just me because I've always been the kind of person. You know how like in high school they go over like what kind of learner are you? Do you yeah. list like do you need to hear it or write it or do it? I've always been a do it person. So like I you know which makes a lot of sense with my career now, but um yeah so i don't know yeah but it's it's really subjective it's really based on that person because if yeah if that's what you need so if our kid comes and like man i realized i'm someone that needs to you know do it to understand it and see where my wrongs are okay that's cool i knew for me dog all i have to do is for the most part not fully fully jump on that horse Mm -hmm. is like see what everyone else is doing and be like I'm not doing that because like I've seen a lot of bad situations in high school where I'm like it always ends the same Well, and the the other interesting thing about that is like you can because you know I've done that too where I see how someone acts or whatever situation is and I'm like oh I'll never do that or I don't like that or whatever again it's easier said than done because then how many times do we say something like that and then inadvertently like subconsciously we do something similar like it happens so it's like as much as you want to avoid something it can you and i mean that could be if you're in it or not but it can still happen uh, i don't know about that one because like for i'm gonna throw like it's the simplest one which we fight on all the time which is like yo i'm chill like i keep everything relaxed like if you want to do something by all means do it if you like i don't hold anyone back because i would like the same for me and it's like no like like another simple point where like like for example let's say we are in a toxic relationship and you go and cheat on me okay dog it would it would hurt it would bother me all that stuff but i'm not gonna flip out and like get mad and all that stuff like it that person made their choice it is what it is and i'm just like okay let me find my exit stage left <laughs> like right well your just, reactions are different that's that's all it is but it's all it's because at the end of the day i realized growing up and like and going through like various just whatever issues 
the world doesn't stop just because I have a problem. Like, the world doesn't, like, say, oh, man, Chanel's feeling real well, sad yeah, today. we all know that on some level. We know that, but I really understood that growing up as a teenager and going through whatever experiences I went through and being like, man, this is tough. But I don't see, I still, still see cars moving. I still see birds chirping. Like, everyone right. should be stopping for me. Like, I'm going through a tough time. I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, you, your your feelings are valid. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I. I still said I'm gonna feel. Yeah, it just but sounds far, like you're downplaying it. Not at all. I don't know how. How am I downplaying it? Because you're basically saying you're like, oh, this terrible, awful thing could happen to me. Whatever it is. But oh well. Like there's worse. It's <laughs> there's, the whole. Oh, the, it's that mindset. It's the whole mindset of oh, there's always worse. Therefore, I can't complain. Kind of thing. No, I'm gonna so, still complain, but I'm still keep moving. Because it's like, I... I mean, yeah. Because I don't understand. Listen. (laughs) Obviously, yeah. But, like, my my time frame of me keep on moving is probably different than others. Because it's like, I don't... I was always one of those people, um, speaking of, like, keep on moving. I never, like, missed a beat after breakups. Like, you know, there, there would be people, like, all the time, like, in high school and stuff. If they had a breakup, like, they'd take a day or two off, like, from school. Mm -hmm. And all that kind of stuff. Um, And I'm not necessarily advocating to do what I did because, hey, whatever your mental health needs is probably the most important. (laughs) Uh, But for me, like every breakup, I I still like I went to school the next day and I did like I handled what I had to. I went to my job or whatever I I was doing at the time. And yeah, so I get the whole life moves on thing because I'm not going to sit here and be like, let me just shrink into. Because I look at it as no matter what situation I've ever been in. Me being angry or upset at the person has never, like, gained me anything. So that's yeah. how I look at life as being. Yeah. But that's just my point of view. Um, I want to jump into, like, this, this other topic for, that still relates to toxic relationships. And this is interesting because it's coming from the point of view of someone that is a toxic person, notices that they're the toxic person and they want to change. So I'm going to read their post real quick That's here interesting because a lot of times a toxic person doesn't see it yeah they just ju- they they're cool with themselves well listen to this so they go on to say i'm in a toxic relationship but i'm the one who's toxic i'm very selfish insecure ins- <laughs> sorry inconsiderate of my partner's feelings and unable to give them space i have very high expectations from from my partner but do not reciprocate those same expectations on my part is the relationship worth uh, salvaging or should i end it in hopes that they would find someone better who can care for them like they can like they care for me i mean well a good answer to the last question she had is like first of all even if you ended the relationship and they went somewhere else you would still need to work on that because this next relationship you get in would end up being the same way Mm -hmm. if you still are that way so So, i mean there's that ultimately so then it's just a matter of does this person still authentically want to be with you and if the answer is yes then that's it's time to work on yourself and make sure you're not completely going to lose them because obviously you see the parts that would be helpful but it's kind of it's up to both of them. It's up to the person who mm. she's with to either agree or disagree about staying, and yeah. then you to her to 
work on it. So I, what I like about this in the very first place is just the awareness. Like I love when people can be introspective and like, like understand themselves and be like, oh, it's like the whole yeah. the first step is admitting. Like I like that's I true. feel like that is so real and like I first part like I have to congratulate that because that's dope when you like understand like oh yeah um yeah this this is the toxic part of me yeah when you can own up to like those parts of you that's where the empowerment comes from because then you can actually like deal with it you know like versus like if you're just someone who's like no i'm not really that way Mm -hmm. especially if you recognize it and you still deny it like and you're just like no like no you and uh this yeah this definitely ties into the three c's like the whole thing with consenting if you got to check with the person to see if they're still okay with being in it um communication and it really compromised because it really comes down to like okay we sit here have a conversation and if you see that you're a selfish person like okay what way are you selfish like what do you what do you do depends what it is too because sometimes you should be selfish well that's why you have to like see what it is like it's really talking to your partner and like i would take i take things bit by bit so i focus on like if i have something happening or i have like a a bad habit that's starting to form like okay today i'm gonna try to not get upset at you today thanks and then (laughs) tomorrow will come around and i'm like okay tomorrow's here I'm going to try to not get upset at you today. And you just continue to put it in your head like every day, just a mental reminder, yeah. like, a, like a workout. Um, it really is. And it's like <laughs> it sooner or later, workout. once you continue, because as you're telling yourself this throughout the day and these incident, like incidents come up where we're fighting or something, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I know I, I don't want to trigger myself into that space. I'm going to remain calm, speak calm, right. and see how we can communicate to get and it's hard yeah it's really hard to rewire your brain in any capacity yeah so like that's the thing is like and you're most likely gonna have slip-ups like it's not one of those things that all of a sudden you flip a switch and you're like okay i I completely 180 right now like no um but i mean it's worth it. it it's it takes a long time and it takes a lot of practice but i and like if the person you're with if they like catch you slipping up they can call it out i you say it should be on both people i really feel like it's yeah it's it's i feel like it's 80 20 or maybe 70 30 no i'm saying on his part he has to agree or disagree to stay in the first place because she's basically saying she's like should we stay together or end it well we don't know so, if it's a he or she because they don't have any uh, oh whatever pronouns, but, um yeah. so whoever she's with yeah they, like yeah they are with <laughs> No, yeah, but so that person needs to then agree, obviously, to either be in the relationship or not. That's where I'm saying that person's like, yeah, part really is because obviously, if that person maybe is so far gone, they're done, then so you can uh, let them leave. So like, don't you know, hold them there for nothing. That is an interesting part when they say like, I'm unable to give my partner space, and it reminds me of the article about you know the Boston kid that. Yeah committed suicide which again it's super sad and it's like i feel like a lot of these toxic relationships are like yeah this person is like always down your back like checking on you yeah they don't want to lose you they want to like like keep in power i feel like a lot of times there's no justification like i 
even though I did that in the past, like, I had a justification because he had, like, messed up and kind of messed with my whole trust and stuff. I feel like these other people are kind of, like, they're just on from the beginning and they're just, like... Yeah, if but you ever do anything without me, it's an issue. No, you say there's no justification, but they probably have been burnt in some other relationship or in some uh, other way. True. So true. I say that to say, is that really everyone brings their baggage in? Is that really a justification? And that's really just it's not really you justifying it. It's just you well, got your own issues. Like, right. And that's where like everyone brings baggage in, but then you have to realize what it is and like try to work on it. Yeah. You know, because could you imagine like if you just keep bringing baggage, like if you have like 10 relationships, like, you know, semi long term or like serious relationships. OK. And then like one to the next, you just keep bringing stuff and you're like not doing anything to better mm-hmm. yourself you're just like it, it's a mess by the end yeah. like you're you're now you have like pockets of problems from each person added together yeah and it's like this ball of just yeah not good so yeah yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say to leave the person you're with if you are, like are aware that you're the toxic person it's just having that conversation and being like yeah, see i see my bad do. traits how can i how can i do better mm-hmm. and just working on it um because like we still go through our tough times like we had issues in the past that were really bad lots of fights and it's like things have gotten less mm-hmm. aggressive i guess you could say mm-hmm. we still have issues on on I'll say on things but it's not it's not to the extreme because i feel like every week or maybe twice a week or something there would be like some fight over over something right what in the past yeah <laughs> in the past i feel like we were doing like every other day or something it was bad yeah we were like always fighting yeah like everything and it was one of those where like stuff built on each other so like i'd get triggered at like something so small but because now like this from the other day happened and like it would yeah it was like a mess yeah so i feel like it was constant but well. I mean, for her, yeah, the easy way out is leaving and not doing anything to yourself, like about and yourself. You're just end up so in that's the, same the thing. Place. Yeah. Like when she's like, should I just leave? Let him like, I understand you're trying to have it so he gets a better relationship. That's well and dandy. But ultimately, I mean, what are you going to do? Because then you're going to end up in the same crappy situation mm-hmm. and doing the same crappy stuff to someone else now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm with it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, <sighs> On to the next part of this here. I want to talk about T.I. Um, he brought his wife onto his podcast that he has uh, expedition- expeditiously. Goddamn. Um, and it, it was an interesting conversation. I finished part one. I want to finish part two, but I have a slew of podcasts I have to listen to before I can get back to it. But um, on part one, him and his wife go into a conversation of like, why do people get married? And uh, Tiny says her mom told her, that she uh that you should get married for financial stability and not love i already know your answer but for everyone listening what would you choose you you can't pick both i'm gonna say that you have to pick one or the other yeah yeah i saw that coming <laughs> one or the other no what i will say is i feel like what she said is like it's just it sounds like she's saying it's just financial stability and not love at all i feel like most people do have a healthy mix of both because it's just (laughs) well okay in our society right because i know there's still places where yeah you can't marry for love but like 
in ours, we're able to do that, right? So, like, we go and we date and we find someone that, you know, we like mostly and we want to, you know, we, we see, hey, maybe you'd be a good parent or, like, I like, you know, how we could build this future together, Is whatever. It? So I feel like, I feel like there's still a basis of kind of love there, but that the financial stability in this day and age is not a bad factor because, I mean, yes, we live in a, a, a day and age where um, most households are two-income households at okay. least. So, like, I, that's where I'm, like, the whole not marrying for love, I mean, yeah, sure, I can see some people doing that for sure. Like, um Boom. Especially, like, if you're way, way young and you see someone okay. who's, like, on death's door. I don't, but I don't care about anyone else. I still have not heard what you're picking. That's hard. Okay. so Because it's, it's I really think it's a mix of both. So well, I would say I'm a mix can't of really, both. You can't really have. How? Okay. How is it not both? Let's say if I was still that kid back in at Target. Okay. And you're in your whatever position you are. And it's like. We don't have the money, but yeah, we care about each other. It's like, what is that going to do for us? And you're sitting here like, man, I want to get a house. I want to get this. I want to get that. And it's like, I can't financially well, like help. hold up. Okay. So this, again, another example. There are there are people who marry young, even like maybe a little younger than us, like say you were back at Target okay. or something. And they start out where, yeah, they don't have a lot because most people, they start out that way. And then... As their marriage gets longer, then they start to get more financially See, stable. You're so talking like, about down the road, though. But during, as we're working through so that, that was, throughout. But I'm saying, so they got married for love and then found financial stability. Who? The people who they're young, they get married, and then they work. Everyone's their way case up. is different. You can't really go but based that's on what that. I'm, I'm talking about me and you. I'm talking about you. Like you, you're trying to say people. I'm just saying. For I'm giving you. examples of why this is like it's not just what she said. Do you not think that's a okay. fair example? Okay, let me break it down for you. <laughs> I'll say because you you're you grew up in the middle class, so I get it. I grew up in the middle class, but I still understand it because I'm black. I get it. Someone that's in low income doesn't have much. They're gonna lean towards someone that's gonna be able to get them out of that situation. Yeah. So that's why, as as your mom's raising you. She's like, man, we're in this sucky situation. I'm going to teach my daughter to be like, yo, don't worry about love. Find you a man that has money. Like, that's what's going to get well, you out of this. So then I guess we can go back to it's kind of how you're raised. But can you. Because I was raised to see both that I not- should that listen <laughs> because of the how I grew up and the whole parental dynamic and stuff. I was raised to value that, yes, there should be love and respect in a relationship because it's awful when there's not. And I was also raised that, yes, it sucks to always be in debt and it sucks to, you know, always Mm -hmm. be complaining about money and all that. So, yes, that's important, too. See, I feel like maybe that's what it goes back to then. Yeah, but you can't. See, I understand it. I understand when you have nothing and. Hey, this you know someone that has something that, like, yeah, we may not ha- be attracted to each other or see anything there, but Buffed. you got the money. That sucks, then. It sucks, but you I gotta like understand. That's not fun. It's survival, yo. All right, I get that, but like, 
Do you really want to be married to someone for 50 years that you're, like, not really liking? Do you really want to be on the streets in a box with someone that you, like, has nothing with you? Okay, well... You gotta I understand, see, you gotta I look see, at this at the bottom. No, okay, so you know why I see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from that, yeah, you, you stay somewhere for financial stability. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the worst of times and all that, but... Mm-hmm. Like it's survival. That's what it but is. But that sucks because it's. I'm not still saying it's sucks. good. I'm not. Say, well, I'm not and saying it's good. You, yes, and then if you have kids, then it's toxic, and it's this whole. Hey, we're coming full circle here. But I'm not that saying it's like, good. It's just so. It, okay, so, <clears throat> and the, like I said, I treat. Uh, that's why I like vat music, and you don't like it because it doesn't. F- I don't you're, not you're, like well, it. You don't like what I, I listen like to because you look things. at it and you think it's like graphic but it's like it's real like it's just it's i like stuff i can relate to or jam to exactly so but you can't relate to that because it's like yo like it's all neither can you the stuff you listen to it's the struggle like that's motivating i know but the stuff you listen to you can't completely relate to Uh, but it's still motivating not raising the hood but it's still motivating okay i'm i still get i whether i was raised there or not i could still be treated like that as soon as i walk out the door so I mean, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, but I, it's survival at the end of the day. It's like love is not gonna. I say this all the time. Like, I'm not. If you if, like, it just happened like a week or two ago. We were fighting, and I'm like, dog. One thing is gonna happen. Like, not gonna happen is where we're gonna fight, and you're gonna make me miss work or whatever. Like, that is not going to happen at all. Like, work is what's keeping us in this place whether it's your work or mine or combined or whatever yeah it is not like work is the number one thing that will always be there because love is not going to pay the bills and i understand that i understand that and i i think all right if you want to take love out of it though like it's kind of like how they say you should be like best friends with your spouse because that at the end of the day that's kind of more important than the love per se because that's more of the foundation and Mm -hmm. that's more of like friendliness is so much more important than like the hot steamy love you know like at like times of when you're a parent or whatever it is um so like what i'm saying is i still feel like that kind of element sure it doesn't pay the bills but do you want to be completely miserable for your entire life too like emotionally do you want to be completely drained your whole life, unmotivated, and just live with someone you hate? Like, that is but literally... what if they're not... I feel like you will get the extreme, because you don't have to... Yeah, you don't. You may not love this person, but you don't have to hate them. It's just a neutral... But like you just, you, it's like an indifferent feeling. But it can turn to hate eventually. But it can turn to love. To, you know what? <laughs> shut up. And then hate again. <laughs> but... Um, huh. Cause that's the thing. I look at both of them. Yes, they. I can't answer that. I really can't. What What would you say? You're saying the financial stability is what it sounds like, but yeah. you're also you have been always more that person where you are clearly like I'm the more like woo romance kind of person. Like it's always been that way. I understand. So that like I got I have to get the bag. Else I'm gonna die. Like I can do. If someone wants to sit there and nag and complain, all right, cool. You're we'll make living. We'll make living arrangements to like benefit both of us or whatever. But I, I, I need to be financially stable for me to be comfortable. That's my main like priority. I get it. It's important. I get it. Like love, love can be developed or not developed later on. Whatever happens, happens. But I just, ugh. and I liked Ti's take. Yeah. What uh, ended up happening here? So okay, you know Tiny's of course, and Ti's yeah. take. Um, 
his was i don't even know if he answered this see it's hard. I, I could be totally wrong on, on it or i just missed it when i was listening but one point he made which i i quoted from him here which is uh he says he said he went on to say that he people have this wrong idea that like let's say because him and his wife have money now mm-hmm. um that they've always had it or? no they haven't ha- always had it oh then what's the idea that it's like because they have money that they have less problems you know how it is oh oh like we talked about Meghan markle last week yeah yeah exactly and he he says of course that isn't true obviously we all know this um he go he believes say more money more problems pretty much technically yeah i mean it can cost more like hey send me a thousand it can yeah it can get more complex i mean even if you want to get technical because like say you're not paying enough taxes like there's there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong when you have more money so ti goes on to say he believes that as long as we can do our separate things and come together everything can work out like um like you don't it's not that you like i say it all the time to you it's not i don't say it's not a want no i don't need you it's a want yeah we, we said that like last week or something too was last week yeah recently oh. last week of the but week. nonetheless it's like it's a like when you don't rely on someone for for like that financial piece right it's like okay i don't need you for for the money i want this person because of how they make me feel because i care about them all that stuff like mm-hmm. that's he like it feels better to just want them instead of what she's saying where you need them to live yeah but that's true yeah that's what but it's i don't know it's tough it's a tough thing because i like you can't really do a case study on like a couple that like came from the bottom and all they had was each other and to see what would translate to that like i can't really think of any any case where that's happened there's people but you can always think of like the cases where someone had no money and they found someone that had money like um you probably don't know this but the guy this was like a years ago um he was the guy that like everyone called like what do you call it like felon bay or whatever he was the guy that had tattoos on his face but i guess his like eyes were cute and the girls liked him and all this stuff his name was like what? i think jeremy meeks okay yeah you don't know it okay but the, some of the people that are listening right now they they know this so he um he when he was out of jail he got a deal with a fashion designer and he also found his wife his now wife um like in that mm-hmm. so it's like man he probably didn't love her at the time but she had the money so it's like you're you're coming from like literally the bottom where you're doing whatever i'm not sure what you charge for mm-hmm. and you come out being signed to a fashion designer and then meeting your wife that is killing it i don't know i'm like whatever floats your boat i'm I don't think there's any way to say which is better definitively because there's not like I personally think there's a mix of both. Um, so in this case, it's like whatever, you know, tickles your pickle. Oh, if you God. if you like, you know, if you don't give a crap about the person, but you gonna marry them because they got money. Cool. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. But I mean, I that's what I think. What do you guys think? You I think we should get some emails. I mean voicemails at, also and vo- well, fine, voice voice messages. messages fine okay or emails at paging the at com. or you can what send a voice you- message through anchor.fm slash yeah yeah whatever you want to do email or voice message okay it's up to you guys but tell us what you think let's let's get some opinions on this because we're clearly divided. i'm down i'm interested we're divided 
Um, now here's one that I know you, you had a problem with as we were talking about in pre-production. Ugh. So Kanye West Ugh. bans his six-year-old daughter from wearing makeup and, a, and crop tops. Um, he quotes, I think and feel differently now that I'm Christian. Ugh. Really? What about your wife that wears like five pounds of makeup every day? Yeah, but they, so. Is that, she, can she not because you're Christian? So this was on, Again I with believe, this Christian I believe it's oh on gosh. the Kardashians or something where it came out and like they were having like a disagreement where it's like, oh, because you, you know, found yourself doesn't mean like you, you can go yeah. and like, change me or something like yeah. that. Yeah. This is one of those struggles that would happen like in a marriage is like, yeah, I mean, people kind of grow at different rates or they change differently. This is like, what happened to Tasha and Jamie. And oh, my God. Ghost, I should say. Oh, my God, babe. I'm just, I'm going to be talking, talking about, about real life right now. Okay. That is real life. Okay. Um, now you made me lose my train of thought completely. The, I, first of all, I hate the whole when people blame stuff on being Christian. Like, I'm Christian, but I'm not going to like... I'm not sitting over here preaching like, oh, you know, because of this, you know, we can't live so, life or anything like. Okay, it, so do you agree when he says like he says, um, I don't think North should wear crop tops just because I had her wearing slip on dresses. I mean, a crop top's a little weird. Old. Crop tops for little kids are kind of weird. So what is she now? Like three, four, five, something like that. Like I thought she was six. It said. Oh, oh my bad. Look <laughs> me paying attention. Just said. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but still like why i think yeah crop tops are a little weird i mean i feel like the only time you see like kids bellies or like if they're in little like bikinis at like even that's weird to me um but yeah i mean crop tops are kind of weird but the makeup thing i mean hey of course you're against it (laughs) oh big shocker right now um I i i mean here's the thing as a mom, I don't see myself letting my kid either who is six wear like a full face of makeup either. Like Obviously. I'm not that extreme. But, you know, I remember when I was younger, okay, in elementary school, Maybelline made this little, like it looked like a lipstick. Okay, so it was in a tube and it slid up and it looked like an actual lipstick, but it was clear. So it was like, a, it was kind of like a bomb, like lip gloss type thing. Mm-hmm. Made your lips shiny, didn't give you color, but you felt all like grown up with it. <laughs> I remember and I had that and I absolutely loved it. That was probably my first like actual little makeup item. And one time at recess, I was using it and it fell in the sand. (laughs) And when I tell you, I probably cried like I was really upset. And so then eventually my mom got another, I think. (laughs) and uh, then I was a lot more careful. And I want to say when we moved, actually, that I found the container and I'm pretty sure we have it here just cause like for sentimental reasons. Like it was my first yeah, like find that so I could toss it for you. No. Anyways. That. Um, and I, uh, yeah, but so like something like that, totally cute. You know, it's again, it's age appropriate when it comes to that kind of thing, like kids wearing makeup. And I mean, if they want to say like, I'm putting it on and they want to play and they want to put it on me or they, you know, we're just playing and putting it on and not like going out with full face makeup. Cool. Fine. But, you know, that's all it is. Just, I mean, yeah, you let a kid be a kid, so nothing extreme, but you also can't just, like, why? It's like, she's going to see, like, oh, mommy wears a lot of makeup. I want to try something. I want to, you know, I want to try putting eyeliner on, even though it's going to go all over my face. Like, you know, it's just, it's part of 
playing at that point, really. And if you're really that hardcore, um, actually on Etsy, they make little fake like makeup palettes and like stuff like that. It looks super realistic. Okay. But they're like plastic. They're pretend. Yeah. So like if you're that extreme, I mean, maybe you can get something like that where they feel like they're putting something on. But I mean, it's just it's kind of like what I tell adults. It's just makeup. You can take it off at the end of the day. It's nothing extreme. Like, that's it. How much? It's just, See, I'll be fine with it. It just depends how much you're putting on our yeah. daughter. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, I, and like, for example, on a six-year-old, six-year-olds do not need, like, concealer or brow stuff or, like, things like that, okay? They don't need to feel like their skin is imperfect or, like, whatever. You know, those parts of makeup. But if they want, like, oh, I really want rosier cheeks and they want, like, a little bit of blush or something, like, okay, that's fun. That's whatever. Especially, like, say it's, like, Easter or something and you're going out and, like... I mean, just, holidays are different. You know, but... But, it, like, for example, are you putting lipstick on as the kids going to school? No. I wouldn't... I don't think I... Again, I don't think this would be, like, an everyday type of thing to begin with. And also, like I said, I had the perfect example. I went to school, but it was simply, like, a clear kind of gloss thing. That. That's more of what I would do. Like, I wouldn't... Like, you're not going to wear red lipstick to school as a six-year-old. Okay. Like, that's different. But I think it should be encouraged to play with it. You know, because I think kids should be encouraged to play with whatever makes them happy because that can ultimately end, you know, lead to whatever they want to do growing up. You never know. Yeah. I mean, you're only saying that because it's like, oh, look, it, I did makeup and it led no, me here. No, no, no. I'm saying it because I feel like you should encourage kids with whatever it is, whether it's arts, sciences, whatever, writing. Yeah. I'll, like, I think you shouldn't. Whatever it is, even if you don't agree with it, and if it's not harmful to them, like, you shouldn't uh, discourage it. Because you don't know where it could lead. Whether it's, like, a club they join or, you know, a job they get or whatever. Like, it, it can kind of shape their life. So. I can see that. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Okay. Why? What are your thoughts? Besides. Man, I'm indifferent. As long as it's not, like, extreme makeup, and as long as you're not like, oh, man, here comes Christmas. I'm going to get you a whole palette from Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. You know what? And that's, okay, so that's what's annoying about kids nowadays, though, too. Kids are growing up faster. Uh-huh. Because, like, a 10-year-old will get, like, an expensive palette. You want to know what I got at 10 years old? One of those Claire's cheap-ass, like, terrible, dusty eyeshadow palettes. Yeah. Like, the worst. <laughs> but that's what you got because you were a 10-year-old. Okay, so you got, like, the crappiest quality, but you thought it was the coolest thing because you're 10. Okay? And because you're not really using it like that, like, all this stuff. Now 10-year-old's everyone's skipping the awkward stage and just looking amazing in high school uh, like with their makeup or like whatever their clothes like everyone. oh yeah because you got youtube out here yes, showing you all the tricks exactly everyone you know younger when you look at like for example like the james charles and what all the like he's 20 so like yeah he grew up on youtube and so people are like oh if i'm that young i can do that too like at 14 or whatever so yeah. i that's that's the only struggle there is like that'll be tricky when it's like when they start to become like preteens and it's like they're like, I want to wear everything. And you're just like, OK, slow a little bit down. Like you can wear more than a six year old, but not as much as mommy wears. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where it's kind of going to be tricky because who knows where the internet and stuff is going to take us then. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to get you a freaking $60 palette if I'm you're not 10. You any of that. Huh? Yeah, you're a good parent. I'm not going with any of that. Not I'm not getting them any makeup palette thing. I'll go we'll go to Target and I'll get you a little brush. What the hell are they going to do with a brush? I don't know. Wait, what age? That's where I'm saying. Thir- 13. I'll get you a brush. 13 they only get a brush? <laughs> Sir. Okay, now you're getting a little extreme. That's extreme. No. Men. Ugh. Oh, bad. Ugh. Would let me ask you, what? a little kid like six year olds years old or whatever, would you let her put makeup on you, like just playing? Uh, sure, but I'm not going out with it. Well, duh. I mean, I don't care if she puts makeup on me. Sure, I don't care. That's cute. As long as I'm not going out with That's it. That's just like, like I, w- yeah. I, <laughs> me and my sister would paint our dad's nails. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to that extreme because I gotta, not, I gotta go wipe them off and all that stuff. That's not hard. Babe. It depends on how cute my daughter is, which <gasps> I mean, she'll be cute regardless. So I mean, obviously she's coming out of me, so like she's coming out of you, but she looks like me, flawless. Thank you. <laughs> so snap, snap. Man, I'm sitting here trying to find. He's just gonna glaze over that. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just because I mean, if it came out like you, um, I'm gonna have to get the pitchfork. Goodbye. Okay, guys, this is our last episode ever. Rude. I mean, speak for yourself. I'll still be here with my cute ass. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome not, welcome to The Simpson. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> the only Simpson. Oh, shoot. I'm, I'm, I'm joined by my lovely self. <laughs> right? Just here. <laughs> How you doing? I should put it like a mirror right next to me. Look at look at the mirror. Oh like, oh, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this show? Oh my god, doing real good. That's funny. Um, what are you looking for? I'm trying to figure out what we want to do for relationship advice because that one. Uh oh. Sure. I'm not, not sure. Prepared. Uh oh. I mean, it's not that I'm not prepared. Not prepared. It's not that I'm not. The prepared. people want what they want. Give it to the people. Okay, we're gonna do something a little different with this Uh-oh. with this ending of it because, uh, of course, the marriage is uh, a little over a month away. The wedding. Wedding. Well, the marriage, same and the thing. beginning same of the thing. marriage. There you go. Same thing. Six weeks from today, from the day that we're um, <sighs> recording. And um, so five weeks and five. We should days have an update from from this time later this month on everything. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, the end of the month. Yeah. I'm I don't not sure if we want to drop on that like after Thanksgiving. That's what I was going to say because I feel like the last Friday is Black Friday and that I'm might not, sure not be if, smart. Yeah, I'm not sure if so we're going to drop that. Maybe, or who knows, maybe the first week of December Probably. Like, as it's coming. Probably. One last update before we yeah. uh, head out like on the whole wedding stuff. Dun, dun, um, dun. So I want to talk about this one because this is an interesting one. We're not in this position, but who knows, maybe we would lend uh, ideas and suggestions to this person. Okay. So they say their first year anniversary. So we have officially been married for a year and have no money. What can I do oh. for my wife? Oh. Wait, is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it? That's it. <laughs> oh. Well, first of all, let me tell you this. And sir, listen up. Listen up over Yo, there. Yo, go. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm one of those because I'm a romantic again. I like the little anniversaries. If you look them up, each year 
traditionally means something else. And I believe, if I'm correct, that the first year is the paper anniversary, which basically means that your gift to them has something to do with paper. So it could literally be like a love note. Um, It could be like, what are those things people make out of paper, like a bird or something? What's that called? Don't know. Oh, where you like fold the paper and I think I think it's Chinese. It's origami dog. Yes, yes. Something like that. Like basically what these anniversaries are and they get fancier like as you go like say like 25 years, 50 years. It's like I think silver and gold anniversaries, like things like that. So like I personally really think those are cute and sentimental because what the purpose of that is you're focusing on the relationship and you're focusing on like what is something that i can kind of tie into this that symbolizes us so like if you're with someone because <laughs> not everyone digs it if you're with someone who digs that that's kind of easier for you it doesn't cost a lot or anything at all maybe um and it has the sentimental factor or um if you want to do something else I mean, I don't know what you mean by no money, because, like, that's kind of subjective. Uh, if you have $20, you know, like, I don't know, go go to the grocery store, get, like, some food and cook it up for her. Like, because, hey, I love, like, when you, that, that anniversary, when I came in from, from work and you had, like, well, you didn't cook it up. You ordered it. But still, he, like, surprised me with, like, uh, he ordered, like, these steak dinners. And, like, you know, it doesn't have to be that fancy. But, like, when you do cook for me, like, I really like it. Like, I like when the, yeah. you, you, that's, like, again, it's focused on what can I do that's nice so, and, and lovely. I'm going to hit you because so. I, I got some ideas. Um, so if you, like, have no money, like, no additional money outside of, like, your, you know, your basic spills, groceries, yeah. all that stuff. Here's some ideas that you may be able to throw together, um, which one, you you can create, create like create your own card, um, mm. like get some printer paper and get creative, create mm-hmm. something and write, you know, create your own, like how cards have like a little saying in them, mm-hmm. create things that relate to, to her. Um, Make it a hallmark moment. And all that stuff. <laughs> like that's one way, get the card out the way. Yeah. Um, and like what I would do, I would I would add cooking to that. I would hope that you would have items in your house that you'd be able to cook a meal something, with. Something, even if it's spaghetti and meatballs, you yeah. know, like and just something that she normally does. It could be like the smallest thing. Like let's say if the person normally does laundry or something, say like, hey, I'll take care of this mm. or so. Like mm. take care of some chore. Yes. Like, or you could do a few chores that week, That's whatever. Love right there. Like, take care of like some of those, like where it's like, hey, let me take this off your back. I'll I'll handle these. Like, I mean, those are simple ones. Or I have another one, um, which I don't think you ever ended up using any, or we never did them. I I got you a few years oh, yeah. ago the little love coupons. I feel like everybody's done some sort of version of this. Yes, you can technically order them on like Etsy, Amazon, whatever. I I think I made them. Yeah, you made them. Yeah. So like, you literally just. Again, nothing fancy. You could just get paper, draw a little funny, you know, picture on it. And it could be as, you know, risque or not as you want. So, mm-hmm. like, you you made me remember because of the whole, like, oh, I'll do, you know, this chore for you for a week or, like, whatever. And so that way it's like they redeem it. And it's like a fun little thing. And Man, I got to use those. <laughs> 
<laughs> stuck in my drawer somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you better <laughs> still have them. Still probably. Man, and I put that they never expire. I should have put an mm. expiration date. Because <laughs> mm. they totally would have expired by now. Mm. Um, nah. But I mean, yeah, there's like a lot of... And honestly, look stuff up online. Like, there's a plenty of ideas. Like, Pinterest, like... If, as long as you're okay with like getting creative obviously because you don't have a lot of money so you have to mm-hmm. you know and um and say like even if she has a bath and body works candle sitting around you could light that at dinner you know or like if you have a one of those led candles say you don't like real ones or whatever put that in the center of the table yeah. um stuff like that man like if you have a smart tv if you want like normally smart tvs have an app for like a fireplace you can yeah, be silly and put on a little fireplace with crackling yeah. yeah like just let it let it be a that's, moment that's what you did you like dim the lights and we had the oh, candles yeah. and you played the music and we were eating and it Got was like slow it was really voice. nice so w- like 9021 okay i know um so yeah i mean there's plenty of there's plenty of ways to do it again yeah but I honestly, it's kind of, dare I say, it's kind of nicer when you don't have a lot of money and you have to focus on these kind of things for the anniversary. You're focusing on the relationship and like the love between you and like what is the person like and how can I show them how much I love them, that kind of thing. Like that's actually nicer than getting something super expensive that like I may not even use next year. Like, you know what I mean? Like an expensive purse or something that then sits around like it's kind of it's nicer and it's uh, and i'm a memory and moment kind of person so like for me like see i always remember that like when i came in and i was all surprised and it was nice Mm -hmm. you know it was our first first uh anniversary in the house and it was a big deal and like that kind of thing so yeah i you know i'm all for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah okay okay i dig it i rock with it yeah, so remember those anniversary things. Yeah, you too. I'll send you a up. list. It's coming up. Well, no, these we would technically start at, at our first wedding okay. anniversary. Remember that. Okay, remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, same. Okay. Make sure it's a Tesla. Oh my god. I don't really like material items. Uh, but that's, I don't even think that's one material. The fiftieth anniversary, if it's a gold anniversary, it's not even that expensive then. So, like, excuse me. So you're telling me, fifteen years from now, you won't even get 50. me a Tesla. Fifty years from now, you won't even get me a Tesla. <laughs> Sir, I'll be seventy six by then. What? Dang, we can be old. <laughs> what? <laughs> you won't let an old man live out his dreams like that. You're gonna oh really just God. kill me, man. You may not even be coherent enough to drive. Who cares? I'll be crashing. Let me stop. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, grandpa, you're going too fast. Me- wow, <laughs> you killing the grandkids? <laughs> Oh my God! Let me stop. Let me stop. Wait not, till I tell our kids you said the, that. Not the grandbabies. Our future kids. Oh God. Uh, <coughs> um. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> That's all I got. Um. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. All right. Is that all you got for us right now? You yeah. good, guys? We're gonna roll out and wrap this one up here. Um. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting one. We're leading up to the wedding uh, probably sometime in December. I kind of want to focus more on like like marriage or like wedding related topics a little bit as these Tuesday episodes progress. So you'll see that. But it's more so going to be like a focus Yay. in like the four episodes that we have in uh, December. Yay. It's coming, guys. It's happening. So, yeah. Yay. I'm more forward looking at Christmas, but okay. <gasps> okay. Our first Christmas. 
my god, guess what? It's gonna be the same way it was last year. But we'll have rings on now. Are you gonna, are you gonna scratch <laughs> your are you gonna scratch your last name off the mailbox? Yeah, you know what? I I don't know what to do about that because it's like the stickers and it's uh, You just I, gotta you just replace it. You gotta like put our names like at the top and then put the other name below. I know, Let's and see. I'm like, that's gonna that's not gonna work out well because uh, the stickers aren't gonna stick. Hi, yeah. Missy. Hi. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up and roll out of here. Yeah, we'll be 10 days married on Christmas. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And guess what? People will already be like, so when are you having kids? I'll be like, that's not happening for a couple years. And I'll be like, mind your business. Yeah, we People got have already kid. asked me. And le- I told um, my hairdresser this the other day when she was doing my trial. Um, Because she was telling me, she's like, oh, just wait. They're going to start asking. And I told her, I'm like... They're already asking, like, you know, it was like six months before the wedding or something. They're like, oh, like, you know, when are you going to have kids? And I would tell them, like, well, I'm not trying to, like, be completely showing and pregnant at my wedding. So, <laughs> like, come on. Uh-huh. Let's, like, let one thing happen at a time here. I understand people do it however they want. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to fit in my dress, too. No, that's stupid. That's a nightmare. Like, if you get pregnant and then, like, yeah, I mean. No, that's stupid. Uh, we're gonna wrap this one up as always guys if you're listening to this podcast on itunes feel free to give us a rate and review let us know your thoughts on the podcast five stars five stars man (laughs) we would love to get your questions thoughts opinions views all that so feel free to send us an email we'll read it on the next podcast send us a voice message to anchor.fm we'll play it on the next podcast um yeah and with that being said guys i'm not gonna mess this up i'm shadell Coast, a page in the Simpsons. I am joined by my lovely fiance, Lauren. Killing it. Almost wife. Hey. Expect her to get very loud when that episode airs after the 15th. <laughs> no, it'll probably be the other episode nah, like, nah. of the week. We of gotta Christmas. do that early. We gotta do that because. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You'll hear it. When you hear it, you hear it. Like, she's going to be like, oh, my God. And you're be like, oh, my God, my ears. Shoot, i got to turn this down. Shit, I'll tell Prepare me Prepare yourselves. Take out your earbuds. Uh, man. <laughs> All right, guys. With that being said, we'll, we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.